guys, I'm Lindsay Zarniak, and this is Players, conversations with athletes, artists, entertainers about their interest in sports and vice versa and what they've learned along the way. This is part two of the Washington Nationals' journey to the World Series win through the eyes of star pitcher Max Scherzer and those close to him. As I was covering this story and as the team continued to fight adversity and beat the odds, Scherzer kept referencing his wife, Erica. So in this episode, you're going to get a closer look at who Erica Scherzer is and how she factored into that World Series win without even realizing it. The night the Nationals won the World Series, she talked to me on the field after and shared what I found was fascinating insight into how the wives' role is just as vital as a position on the field. I think it's easy for them to give up hope at times when like mm-hmm. things get frustrating and struggle and we can see it from an outside point of view. And that's why I think I was telling you the other night, like we have to be that support system and we have to be the yeah. one that absorbs everything for them and just keeps them going and keeps them going. And one of our closest friends that is also Baseball Life says you have to be their cheerleader. You have to be there for them and just keep them going and keep them going. And that's what we try to do. Does that get hard? I mean, it's hard, but that's what I'm here for. Like, I love the heck out of him. I'm gonna do anything for him. Let me give you a little context on Max and Erica. And I'm going to start with Erica because when you first meet her, she, she's striking. She's super tall. She's beautiful. But beyond that, what hits you immediately is how warm she is, how articulate she is. And besides being a great mom, a supporter for Max, she's also doing a ton of work in the community and elsewhere. Max and Erica met the first week of college, her freshman year at the University of Missouri, where she played softball. When one of her teammates introduced them, Erica told me it was his smile that grabbed her attention first and the fact he was really romantic. I love thinking about that juxtaposition from the Max we see with his intensity on the mound. What intrigued me about the two of them as a couple is both were athletes, stellar athletes, and from growing up to college to the pros, Erica told me they both came close to winning titles, including when Max's Detroit Tigers lost the World Series to the Giants in 2012, but neither had ever won a championship. So this run meant something special. Special, and their bond is something fierce. We begin where we left off. The morning of Game 5 of the World Series, Max Scherzer, that night's starter, he was in so much pain he could barely move. Erica was just starting her day, taking care of her two little girls, and Max was about to change everything. It, it was awful. Um, I knew my neck... Uh, um, you know, we'd done some treatment in Game 4, uh, try to get ready for Game 5, Um to get ready and, and um, you know, I went to bed tonight thinking I was all right. Let's hope that treatment works and then wake up and I, you know, hopefully just, I feel good and we and we we just go. Um, I remember waking up and I could just feel in my trap that mm-hmm. it, no, it, it went backwards. <laughs> that we're, we're I can't even move my arm right now. Um, I can't even turn my head. Um, I'm like hobbling to get upstairs and stuff. So um, I knew I was in a really bad spot. Um, you know, when you're trying to make a start and it's game five of the World Series and I've done crazier things and, you know, maybe there's a way to pitch through it. And as I continue to, you know, try to address myself, I couldn't even dress myself. Mm-hmm. So it, it was just, um, you know, it, it was just a real bad spot of realizing that, man, I'm 
there's just no way I'm going to be able to make it. Um, not with not with this type of pain. There's no way you can, you can fight through this type of pain. I mean, I can't lift my arm. How am I going to throw a ball? I'd already been up and with the girls and everything, and he walked down the stairs and just couldn't even move. All he could do was walk. He couldn't do anything else, and I could just see the look in his face. And so I drop everything and go to him, and it just... It was just that feeling of knowing what is at stake and this is bad. And so I just, maybe it's the the mom in me, but I just went into that like, that mom mode. Like, that you're going to okay, be okay. You're going to be gonna... okay. We're going to do this. We have to do this first. We're going to get you fed. Mm -hmm. We're going to get you showered. We're going to get you dressed. We're going to do this. Text this person. I've got this. I'll text these people so they don't bug you. It just went into that that mode of here's what we have to do and I'm taking over this. And it just, I don't know, it... It was awful. Not a good moment, but then as I got closer to the park, like, um, yeah, it's time to let Joe Ross know he's going to start. <laughs> so I sent him a text message out and like, hey, um, I know, I, I, you know, guys kind of knew I was not in a good spot. Um, and, you know, I was talking to Joe throughout the playoffs and just different things that he was working on. And he was staying ready this whole time uh, to get a moment. I pitched in game two and he, and he actually looked really good. Mm -hmm. And so, um, uh, you know, for me, I, I knew I knew at that moment I was not better than Joe Ross. Um, I saw what he had done. There was no way I could fight through this. It, it, it's his turn to take the ball and send him a text message to say, hey, get ready. <laughs> you know, you're going to have it today. Joe Ross told me when he got that text message from Max Scherzer that he was obviously concerned for his teammate. He was shocked, but he did say there was a sense of adrenaline that kicked in with the news that he could end up being the guy to pitch game five. He said he didn't really believe it would happen, though, until within the hour he got a phone call from Nationals management saying you are going to be the one. Meanwhile, the Nationals were in the midst of calling an impromptu press conference to announce the news everyone was shocked to hear. If you all know Max, um, you know, he obviously he pitched with a broken nose. He's been hurt before. He's gone through things. And um, when he comes in and says that he's hurt this bad, he's hurt. And I can tell you now that he's he's very upset. He wants to be out there with his teammates. Um, but hopefully we can get him back uh, here uh, for either game six or seven. I'm as disappointed as I possibly can be to be on that pitch tonight. I mean, it's game five of the World Series. I would, I've pitched through so much crap in my career that I mean, I, that would be easy to pitch through at this point. This is literally impossible to do anything with. Nobody knew what to think. There was a sense of shock inside that media room as 30 to 40 members of the media listened to that news. And as we all walked back out onto the field, I remember thinking, did that really just happen? And what's going to happen next? I was there covering that game for NBC in Washington. I had seen my former ESPN colleague, Tim Kirkchen, there on the field just prior to that press conference. And I ran to Tim because I wanted to find out what were his thoughts, a guy who's covered Major League Baseball for 40 years, his thoughts on what we just saw happen. What is your take on what we saw happen tonight and what this does to impact the team? Well, this ju just goes to show you how difficult it is to play Major League Baseball if you're injured, and he is really injured. Mark Scherer told us he's had that exact thing, and it takes a good three days 
to get that better. And he said, in the meantime, you can't do anything. You can't shave, you can't move your head, nothing. All you want to do is just lie down and stay still. I think he's going to pitch game seven if there is a game seven. Now, obviously, a lot has to happen before then, and he's going to have to recover. But knowing Max Scherzer, if there's any chance he can pitch, he's going to pitch. Did you think he was going to be able to play? I kept asking him, what did the doctor say? And he said they told him he would be ready in 48 hours, that he just needed the shot to kick in. And so I said, just trust the doctors, trust the process. And I mean, he seemed really bad. I'd never seen him in that much pain before. But at the same time, I mean, a lot can happen in a short amount of time. And so I don't know if I would say I did think he was going to, but mm-hmm. there was also a part of me that just thought it wasn't going to end that way, that there there was more to it. And I'm like, if if we can get through game six, Strauss can do it, like he's going to throw. But based on what I had just heard Max and manager Davey Martinez share inside that press conference, going from where the Nats were before the start of game five to now thinking about Max possibly being able to pitch again in this series and the Nationals still having a chance to win it all, that was a tall order. Confidence in the team's chances took a hit. But that's where the theme of Erica's confidence became most evident to me. Max had shared during the playoffs that Erica kept telling him, this is the team. This is the Nationals team that is destined to win the World Series. She felt it. She felt it with the camaraderie beginning back in the summer, even though she was with the rest of the Nationals fans having doubts as the team struggled at 19 and 31. 19 and 31 or whatever it was the calls to fire Davey and then now look at him it's and at 1931 by the way what were you thinking I mean if I'm being honest I was like not fire Davey but I was thinking well we're not going to the playoffs I mean right I hate to say it but nobody was thinking we were at that time and very few people were hanging in there and that's probably credit to Davey to still keep that positivity in all of it but it was a long shot it was a really big long shot but that's where his 1-0 and really does. Mm-hmm. There's something to that. You just got to win one game and win another. And next thing you know, you take off. Um, but I think there was just so much to it. It was a great group of guys. It was the dancing in the dugout. It was, you know, the sunglasses. It was the baby shark. Like, it's just so many fun stories and such a great group that you can't put your finger on one thing. It just fit. It just worked. And... I think people are going to try to analyze it for so long. Mm-hmm. But you can't, you really. can't. You can't. But back to the issue at hand. Max Scherzer was out. Joe Ross getting the call. That night in Washington, the Nationals lost game five, which meant they were headed back to Houston, down three games to two in the best of seven series. And what were you thinking at that moment, that night, after you guys got that loss? Where was your mindset? Um, you know, We still had a path here. Um, that Look, um, one, my neck would, you know, the cortisone shots, um, you know, trying to make those work. Well, I Does was it gonna, really take it away? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because um, what happened was, it, you know, the, through the treatment, it, what, it, my nerve got pinched and the muscle was in spasm. And it, what was even worse was the nerve in my neck was actually pinched up too. Mm. And so it was a double whammy effect. And so okay. um, if you alleviated the nerve, then you could 
release a spasm. And so, you know, that's where all, all, all treatment options are on the table at this point. <laughs> uh, so throw, the, throw as much cortisone in my neck as you want. <laughs> and then what? You're just like walking around? Well, like it, it, it took about 24. After the next day, I, I realized, okay, this, I've had cortisone shots in the past and I know they work. And I know it's usually that 48 hour, 72 hour window, that three day, like usually you feel pretty darn good in, in, in that time frame. And then what was that process like of, of Max getting himself right? Like what did, what was that like for you guys? And just lots of treatment, lots of sleep, um, lots of, you know, just us, me and family and everything, just trying to take care of everything here so that all he had to worry about was resting and taking care of himself. And Dude, isn't that hard for you? Like when you've got, like you're stressed and you want something to work, but you've got your whole family. I mean, like that stresses me, you know? Yeah. That's it definitely commendable and fascinating. I think I'm sure a lot of the other women would probably feel the same or say the same. Like we definitely during the playoffs take on a lot so that the guys don't have to. So yeah. all they have to do is worry about the, what they're doing on the field. Um, once it was all said and done and the partying was done, <laughs> definitely kind of hit my breaking point of like, I, I can't take on anymore. Okay. Like I've just absorbed so much. I need a break too, but it's all worth it. But the question in the minds of Nationals fans was, is it going to be worth it? Because all they knew was they were heading for the exits and now looking at a situation where the Nationals had to go back to Houston and win two on the road in order to win a championship. And that never happens. Never before had it been done that every single game in a World Series was won on the road. This is where we leave you. The next episode will pick up here. I can't wait to share it with you. There is so much insight and the stories behind the scenes are where I think all the uh, the fun really is. All right, thank you so much for listening to this episode of my podcast. Uh, thank you also to Ray, affectionately known as Ray Ray Scrambles, um, editor and musician extraordinaire. Um, but thank you. And if you like this episode, please tell your friends. Better yet, tell like 500 of your friends and you can get the next episode anywhere you listen to your podcast. Thanks for listening right now to Players and I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>